You know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life. To starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Stork Show. Let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Andy Storch Show. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show where we can come together to starve our fears, to follow our dreams, and to pursue achieving our true potential. And one of the things that holds us back, that holds so many people back, that I know has held me back and causes anxiety and sadness and unhappiness and discontent is comparison. That's right. Looking at others and thinking, that guy has it all figured out. That girl has it all going on. They know what they're doing, and I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm sitting here suffering from anxiety and all these things, and I just can't figure out how to get to the next level, or I'm working pretty hard and I'm doing well, but look at that person over there. They're doing so much better than me. And I'm going to tell you right now, Rule number one, and I learned this from uh, listening to the great John Lee Dumas, host of Entrepreneur on Fire, compare and despair that if you spend time comparing yourself to other people, you are going to despair. You're going to be unhappy. There's just really nothing that can be gained from that, that what you should be comparing yourself to is yourself yesterday or last week or last month or last year to look back and see where you were where you came from, how far you've come, where you are today, and where do you want to get to in the future. And on this note, going back to what I was saying, that we're looking at others and thinking, man, you know, they've got it all figured out. I wish I could be like them. And the truth is, and you probably know this implicitly, but a lot of people don't think about it. They don't realize it, that nobody has it all figured out. Nobody is perfect. Everybody has problems. And the thing is, most people are not talking about their problems. Most people don't share as openly as I do, or maybe you do with some of your friends. And, you know, social media is, you know, we we all spend a lot of time on social media now and listening to podcasts and all these things. It's a highlight reel, right? If you're a sports fan and you watch SportsCenter or used to spend a lot of time watching SportsCenter, what do they show? Top 10 plays. They show the best plays of each game. They don't show all those boring plays when, you know, nothing worked. The the just 40 times in a game where the team, uh, the football team rushed up the middle and got one or two yards or got stuffed. You know, they're not showing those unless it made a difference in the game. They're showing the, the one big touchdown run. And Oftentimes, when you see people post on social media, they're posting their wins, they're posting what they're excited about. And I have no problem with this. I do this too. A lot of times, I'm either very proud of what I've done or I'm doing it to inspire other people. Um, But I try to post some of the challenges too because you don't see that as much. And so, what we see out there is the highlight reel. And we tend to see people doing well in small bits and think that that must be how they're doing all the time. But it is so far from the truth. So many people are struggling with so many things that they don't talk about or you just don't know about. And if you dug in, if you got to spend a couple days in their life, you might see that it's not as great as you think it is. I mean, hopefully some of them are having a great life, but not everybody is. Everybody has challenges. Everybody has struggles. Uh, This came to light for me. I mean, I've known this for a while now, but 
just a week ago when I posted this and it got a lot of likes and comments and shares, a lot of people resonated with it, it was because I had had a flurry of conversations with people about different things they were struggling with. And all of them were people that ostensibly, you know, their neighbors, their colleagues think these people have it going on. And, you know, just a perfect example of that is just this last week, um, I released my interview with Scott Swanson about how he overcame his addiction to pornography and how much of a control it had on his life and how much he was struggling because of it with his life and his marriage and relationships and that sort of things. And I also had a conversation with another good friend very recently who has also struggled with porn addiction and that has caused his relationship with his wife to suffer and also him to, his business to suffer as well. He's probably making less money because he's been distracted. He's been feeling guilty about lying to himself and lying to others. And this is someone, three kids, um, running a business, kind of operating, has a podcast, operating how he wants to with his life and takes vacations. And I think I'm sure a lot of people look at him and his life and think this guy is awesome. He's got it figured out. I wish I could be this guy. And they have no idea of the internal struggles that he's been going through for years, for years. And there's a lot of people like that. You just don't know what's going on. It reminded me of another guy I saw comment on something. Um, I've been really involved in this dad's group, the Dad's Edge Alliance, uh, hosted by or created by Larry Hagner for the last two years. And I've seen tons of people post about different struggles. And, you know, saw one guy recently who said that he's, he can't sleep without taking Ambien or some type of drugs been trying to get off of it. He can't. And it just struck me because I, I looked at his pictures and he just looked like he had the perfect life, you know, wife and kids and job and everything's probably going well. And people don't know that he has this huge struggle that he can't get to sleep at night without some type of drugs. And there are a lot of people out there with different types of addictions, alcohol, drugs, porn, um, you name it, gambling. And uh, I don't blame or judge any of those people um, because I've had my own struggles and I have people in my life who've had their own struggles. But my point is that, you know, you look around and, and see these people and think, oh yeah, they, they got it going on. That guy's making six figures. Um, he's got a, a wife and kids and, and life seems to be good. Um, but he goes home at night and he has these struggles. He can't go to sleep without drugs or he's can't stop watching porn or he can't stop, you know, playing poker and gambling until two in the morning and he's not getting enough sleep or, you know, he posts once a week that he's at the gym and you think he's at the gym all the time, but he really only goes once a week and wishes he was going more, right? Um, and uh, that reminds me of, um, you know, I post a lot about gym and all the stuff that I've been doing and I'm trying to help and inspire people. And I was at an event, um, a football game. I went up to Gainesville, Florida for a football game last season and ran into an old fraternity brother I hadn't seen in in probably 10 years. And he was really drunk. And he, and he said to me, oh, I love seeing all the stuff you're doing on there. I don't know on, on social media. I don't know if I believe it, but it's really cool. And I just, I loved that moment. I thought it was so, um, I don't know, just really, uh, it, it, it reflected society as a whole, right? That like we see stuff, we don't always trust it. Um, so that's the skeptical side of things, right? You see the highlight reel and someone's doing really well and you think, well, he's probably it's probably all fake. He's probably not really doing this stuff. He's probably not really that successful. And uh, I love it. 
I, I don't really care what he thinks. You know, I'm doing things for me. I'm doing things to help others. And I want to inspire people who want to be inspired. Like if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you want to get the most out of life. It's because you want to starve your fears and follow your dreams and realize your true potential. You're not a hater or a skeptic. If you are, then, you know, welcome. Uh, I hope to turn you around and, and change your mind. Um, but, you know, there are going to be those haters and skeptics out there, and uh, that used to bother me so much, and it doesn't anymore. I really don't worry about it. So going back to the top of the hand, I mentioned friends that are been addicted to porn. Um, I also had a conversation with a really good friend of mine who is, again, ostensibly very successful, um, has a business making uh, close to $300,000 a year, um, a wife and two kids. Uh, everything in his life is great. I mean, there really is nothing to complain about in his life. And we all have challenges and things to complain about, but really everything is great. And he was texting me telling me how he was uh, had all these negative thoughts and he's dealing with so much anxiety. And I asked, why? Why are you, everything in your life is great. And he said, it's because I didn't ever think that things would be this good. I didn't have, you know, I, I grew up in sort of this middle-class family and I didn't think that I would ever, I barely got through high school and college and I didn't think I would ever be this successful. And I don't feel like I deserve it. And I'm afraid that it's going to come crashing down at any moment. So you imagine that you're, if you're someone that has not quite made it, you're not making a lot of money you, you aspire to, and you look at these people that have, and you're like, oh, they've got it figured out. And really a lot of those people are walking around going, oh my God, I didn't think I was going to get to this point, And I'm so afraid that I'm going to lose it. And some of them are sabotaging themselves. If you've read The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, uh, you, uh, who I've had on this podcast twice now, um, you are familiar with the concept of upper limit, um, upper limit problems and people um, setting upper limits and self-sabotaging when they're too successful in one area. For instance, their business is going really well. So they get an argument with their husband or wife or their relationship is really good, so they sabotage their business, or something in their life they, they sabotage because things are going too well and they don't, internally, they don't feel like they deserve it, right? And we got to stop doing that because you do deserve it. You deserve whatever success you have because you probably worked hard for it. Unless you won the lottery, which is we, we know from studies is bad news, right? We don't really want to win the lottery, so I don't play the lottery, um, because it just comes with so much <laughs> bad, uh, so many bad things that happen. But um, if you have achieved success, if you have a great relationship, if you have a successful business or a great job, you probably deserve it. You probably worked hard for it. You did the things to get you there. And it's okay to be worried that it might go away. I mean, there's some level of paranoia is healthy. For instance, if you're running a business, we are now at the beginning of 2019. We're an you know, pretty much still in the longest bull run in U.S. history when you look at stocks and the economy, which means that, you know, statistically, we are likely to see some type of depression um, or recession in the near future. The market can't keep going this way. It has to pull back, right? And that means that businesses might spend less money and your business may suffer. That stuff is coming, right? We have to prepare for that. We can't just think everything is great and it's going to continue to be great. But we can't also sit around sabotaging ourselves or feeling guilty thinking that, um, oh, I don't deserve this success. I, I should 
pull back. You know, I don't want to keep going because something bad might happen. And I know people that worry about that, including my friend that I mentioned. And that's just another example of someone that looks like they've got it all figured out. They're doing really well. And inside, they're tearing themselves up with guilt and anxiety. And so, um, you know, he's, he's uh, getting back into meditation and yoga, uh, which are things that I really help. I, I recommend the help with that and just talking to friends about it because they'll remind you like, hey, man, just what I did for him. You are successful for a reason. You worked hard to get to this point. You know what you're doing. You're building a business for the future. You have a lot of great opportunities in front of you. Keep going. Keep working hard. And if you're not there yet, that's okay. Keep going. Keep working hard. It's part of the journey. Set big goals. Get help. Um, Find the people that can help you. Um, That reminds me, I have another friend that I talked to recently who uh, lives in California. He's got uh, a wife and kids. He's got a a business that he's running that is... Uh, a pretty good little business, and his clients seem to really like him, and yet he is struggling with confidence and imposter syndrome. He said to me, I just don't feel like I deserve this or that I don't or I don't really understand why people would want to buy from me, and um, I totally get it. I've been there, especially when I started trying to get into coaching, and I'm like, you know, trying to close a, a client who's, who's interested in working with me. And I'm like, would you really want to work with me? Why? Right? Um, we have to have more confidence in ourselves. If you've built abilities, you've built a business, your clients are telling you they like your products or your services, um, or you, you know, your boss is telling you you're doing a great job. Like, enjoy it. Embrace it. Of course, we can always get better, and there are things we can do to improve. Um, but you know, this friend is sabotaging himself because he doesn't believe that he's as good as he really is. And so he's really hurting himself in his life and his business. And I think that if you're in that type of situation, there are people that can help you. There are books, there are things you can do. Um, the point is do some work on yourself because a lot of people have that imposter syndrome. They have the confidence issues that, and, and really what it comes down to is we're afraid of judgment, right? We are afraid. It's a it's a limiting belief that you're not good enough, that people don't want to do business with you or don't want to work with you because you're not good enough. And I'm here to tell you right now, if you're listening to this, that you are good enough. You're good at what you do. Yes, you can get better, but you are good enough. And people are not sitting around judging you. If they are, that's their problem. It's not your problem. I know it's hard to... to come to grips with and it's easier said than done to ignore people's judgment. But seriously, do you sit around when you do business with other people, unless they're just a complete jerk to you, do you sit around judging them? No, I don't. I don't worry about other people that much. I worry about myself and my own life and improving things. And so I'm not that worried anymore about people's judgment. I used to be worried about it all the time and it didn't get me anywhere. You know, when I didn't take chances when I was afraid to ask for business or go talk to someone or make a podcast or post a video or do anything because I was afraid of judgment from others. All it did was hold me back. There was no gain at all from, you know, holding back for that. You know, as, as Wayne Gretzky says, we miss 100% of the shots we don't take, right? And if you're not taking a shot, then yeah, you're, I guess you're safe from judgment, And people also aren't thinking about you at all. Now, I put content out all the time. I post, I have two podcasts I publish. I put videos up on LinkedIn um, and post on LinkedIn every day. I put stuff up on Facebook and Instagram all the time. And I am sure that there are people 
that roll their eyes when they see some of my content and think like, ugh, this guy, you know, posting again, whatever, and I don't agree with some of the stuff he's putting up there. Guess what? I don't care. I don't care because the people who need to see it are seeing it. And the people who don't need to see it or don't want to see it, they can scroll on by, right? And so that's how I've moved past my limiting belief. And, you know, going back to limiting beliefs, I talked about that in um, my episode about setting goals that you need to move, turn your limiting beliefs into empowering beliefs. One of my big limiting beliefs that I moved past when I went to Unleash the Power Within um, a year and a half ago, Tony Robbins event, was that people don't really care about what I have to say. And I turned that into an empowering belief, which is that I have some great content, um, advice, information that can really help people. I inspire people to live a better life. And so there are people that do care about what I have to say. And what I've come to realize, what really helps me is that, first of all, no ideas are original, right? Everything comes from other things that we've learned. And everything that I talk about comes from things that I've learned from other people. And those people learn things from other people. There are very few original ideas. And so I don't have to worry as much about, oh, do I have original ideas or content that people want to listen to? It's more about my spin on things, my personality, my voice that some people want to listen to and others maybe don't, right? And then the second thing is when I put things out there, when I put a video out there, what I've been reminding myself of recently is that it's not for everyone. It's for a few people that want or need to see it in that moment. And what happens a lot of times is I'll put a video up or I'll put some content out or I'll release a publish a podcast like this. And one or two people will, I won't hear from that many people, but one or two people will tell me, man, I really needed that today, or that really helped me. Um, When I published my last solo episode about setting and achieving goals and moving past limiting beliefs, uh, my friend Javier Mesa, what's up, Javier, if you're listening to this, reached out to me and said, hey, that really helped me. Um, I think I just moved past a big limiting belief, or I realized my limiting beliefs that I need to move past by listening to your podcast. Boom, that's all I want. That is all I need. I'm making this to help the one person or the two people that need it. It's not for everyone. It's not for hundreds or thousands of people. It's for the one or two people that need that content in this moment. And I know others will scroll on by if they don't. And I'm cool with that because I create a lot of content. I also consume a lot of content. I listen to podcasts. I look at videos and posts and stuff that are online. And some days, if it's something I'm interested in, I stop and listen or watch or read. And some days I don't have much time or I'm not interested in that topic and I scroll on past. And I rarely have any judgment for those people that are putting it out. If I do, I try to stop myself because one of my goals is to eliminate almost all judgment, especially negative judgment or cynicism from my life because I find that it really doesn't help me. I don't want to be judged unfairly by others. And so I don't want to do that uh, to them. So if it's not something I'm interested in, I just scroll on past and I find that, you know, some people complain about the algorithms on social media. Uh, I find it works well for me because my feed is, um, you know, on Facebook and Instagram is, is full of inspirational stuff and people that need help and that are honest and authentic. And I don't have much politics anymore or crap that I don't want to see. And you can curate that by what you like, what you comment on. You can hide things. You can unfriend people. It's okay. It really is okay. Because you are the curator, the dictator of your life. When you realize that you are in control 
that you have an opportunity to live life intentionally, that you get to focus on your own life and not worry about what other people are doing, that those people, if there are negative voices trying to bring you down, you need to tune them out. It's okay to unfriend them, to hide them, to leave them behind because you're only going to get this one life, this one shot, and you can't live that life for other people. You can't waste your time hanging around, staying friends with people that are trying to bring you down or changing your behaviors or not following your dreams because other people are critical of you or are, you know, don't believe that you can do it. Screw those people. You've got to live life for yourself. You've got to be intentional, set goals, take the actions, surround yourself with the people who are supportive and will push you and hold you accountable and help you. And that means listening to podcasts from people like hopefully me and other people who are motivating you and inspiring you and helping you. That means consuming content from people that are helping you and inspiring you and not wasting your time with negative things. And that means not comparing yourself to others. Now, that doesn't mean ignore other people who are successful or who look successful. Instead, I look at what they're doing and say, what can I learn from this? How can I be inspired? So I see someone, I have a friend who's driving a nice car. I'm not comparing my vehicle to his because I choose to drive the car that I drive. I drive an old car because I want to save that money and put it towards paying down debt or saving money for other things, spending on travel, whatever it is, everybody gets to make their choices, right? I'm not trying to keep up, but you know, he's made really good money. So um, how did he do that? What can I learn from that? How can I be inspired by that? Do I want to live that way? Or do I want to live a different way? When I see other people who are successful in areas that I want to be successful in sales, relationships, parenting, um, finances, whatever it is, what can I learn from them? How can I be inspired by them? How can I be more like them? And remember that they are just people, just like us. I think about that sometimes. I've been thinking about that more and more because, um, you know, going back to limiting beliefs, I had another limiting belief that like, yes, I'm putting stuff out there and I'm helping and inspiring some people, but I'm really nothing special. I am just a regular guy compared to, um, you know, who are some big time influencers I look up to like, Chris Ducker or Lewis Howes or John Lee Dumas or um, even my mentor, Vincent Pugliese, who's a good friend and has been on this podcast a few times. To them, they're like, you know, to me, they're like heroes and I'm just this regular guy. And then if you think about it and you realize like everybody is just a regular person. It's just that they've taken certain actions to get to the place where they are. They're either older and more experienced or they have in invested more time and money. Um, they've taken smarter actions. Um, the timing was right, you know, when they got involved in a certain, uh, on social media or started their podcast years ago, which is cool. You know, that's inspiring because I'm going to strike on something else. And that's another thing going back to the comparison game. You can sit around thinking, oh, I wish I would have done this a long time ago. You know, Lewis Howes got really active on LinkedIn early on, started a podcast early on, you know, years ago. And that's one of the big reasons why he's so huge and popular and successful today. And I started much later. Why didn't I do that earlier? I was on LinkedIn. Why didn't I connect and help more people? I listened to podcasts from the very beginning. Why didn't I start my own? If I could sit around and, and wonder and wish, oh, why didn't I do that earlier? 
But seriously, what the hell good does that do? That doesn't help me. It doesn't help anybody. It just makes me feel bad. And you've probably heard the old pro, uh, proverb that the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. So yeah, the best time to start a podcast was probably, um, you know, 2004 or whatever, you know, when they started. And the best time to get on Instagram was day one. But the second best time, because you didn't do that, the second best time to plant a tree is today. And the second best time to start really the best time to start doing anything is right now. So if you want to start a podcast, get going, start it today. Uh, My friend Ben Killoy just launched his first podcast, the Veterans Dads, uh, Veteran Dads podcast. If you are a veteran dad, I highly recommend you check it out. Shout out to Ben. Um, He's been thinking about it for a while and he finally sat down and made the plan and launched it. And he's not sitting around wishing he had done it two, three years ago. He's focused on today. And so I advise you to do that. Focus on today and where you want to be in the future. Don't worry about the past. Don't worry about the mistakes you made before. Don't worry about the missed opportunities. Learn from those. Learn from the things that you did or didn't do. Learn from the mistakes. Those are your mistakes. And I've made plenty. And move on and get better in the future and look for more wins. It's all going to add up. Stop comparing yourself to other people you're not them. You're not going to be like them. You're not going to be as good as them as long as you're comparing. It's just going to cause you angst and anxiety and you know stress. I don't know what else. Think about where you were 10 years ago, five years ago, one year ago, three months ago, and compare yourself to those people. Where have you come from? How much progress have you made? How proud of yourself are you? And where do you want to go from here? How do you want to improve? If you are suffering or dealing with certain challenges like anxiety or addiction or those sorts of things, don't compare yourself to the other people who think your life is perfect. Seek out other people who have dealt with the same thing. Find out how they overcame those. Get their advice, get their counsel, and take some actions to try to improve that aspect of your life and keep looking for ways to improve. Do you want to get better at sales? I do. That's why I just hired a sales coach and joined a sales mastermind um, to grow my business and get better at sales. You want to get better at parenting? Join um, a a parenting group like the I'm in the Dad's Edge Alliance. Highly recommend it if you're a dad. Do you want to get better at being an entrepreneur? There's tons of entrepreneurship groups out there. Do you want to build a personal brand? I do. That's why I joined Chris Ducker's Youpreneur group. Um, Do you want to get better at uh, you want to get more involved in your church, go get involved in your church and speak to some of the elders and, and network and take a leadership position. You know, if there are things that you want to improve, seek out help, read books, listen to podcasts, watch videos, and remind yourself that life is all about growth and improvement and getting better. It's not about comparing yourself to others. It's not a competition. It's not a race. And I'm not a religious person. I don't really know what happens at the end of our lives, but I'm pretty sure that nobody is giving you a prize at the end for having the most followers, the most money, the most likes, the most whatever, the best car. There's no prize for any of that. If there is going to be a prize for anything, it's probably just going to be for being helpful and generous and making the world a better place. I hope there's a prize for that, but there's probably not a prize for anything, right? All you get from the things that you do is your fulfillment, 
from and happiness from living your best life. And you get to help and inspire other people, whether it's um, your family, which is good enough, or it's thousands of people like Tony Robbins. Either way, that those are the things that you get out of life. And comparing yourself to others is not going to help you with either of those things. Being inspired by others definitely can. You can get healthier and become a better dad and a better wife or husband and a better business person by looking at others who are doing what you want to do and being inspired by them and learning from them. You're not going to get there by comparing yourself and wishing that you were them or wishing you were better. Get inspired. Get better. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Learn from them. And take the steps and the actions that you need to take to become the best version of yourself. That's my advice for you today. And don't forget to face your fears, starve your fears, set big goals, big visions, follow your dreams. This is your chance to follow your dreams. And let's live our best life, get the absolute most out of life, and live our true potential. Because we don't want to get to the end of our lives and realize that we had the potential to do so much more, but we didn't do it because we were afraid. Let's face our fears, starve our fears, follow our dreams, and live our true, realize our true potential. That's what I am aiming to do, and that's what I want you to do as well. Thanks for listening. I hope you have an awesome week.